0: 3% odds, so you're telling me there's a chance. Good afternoon, everyone. It is May 10th, 2022, and, and if your team's not in the playoffs, it's time to break out your lotto cards and hope for the best. We welcome you to Teal Town Live. This is the 2022 NHL Draft Lottery Live Reaction Show. So we expect all of you to welcome in all around the world in Sharks territory. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans and hockey fans on this planet Earth on the YouTube page or the app. And of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course, Discord. And of course, find everything at Teal Town USA. Dot com. And with that, I say, hello, I'm Eric Kerr, pleased to be joined by Ian Reed.
1: You know, we always do these shows and we've never won. We're probably the problem. Don't stop believing. <laughs> you know, looking, at,
0: I did some, I did some research and the Sharks have actually won a draft lottery. That was back in 1998. The funny thing is they did not have their own pick that year. Th- hmm. they uh they had traded their first round pick for Mike Ricci but they got one back from Florida in exchange for Victor Kozlov and a fifth they got Dave Lowry in a first going back and then they did another trade uh with Tampa to get Brian Marchment and I think David Shaw with Andre Nazarov going back and they what was it they uh They agreed to swap picks if they, if uh, according to Tampa's choosing, well, Hmm. Tampa, Tampa chose to go uh, number one and the Sharks got number two and they got Brad Stewart. So the more, you know, the more, you know, (laughs) so if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Of course, this is probably the most exciting stuff we're gonna to get to until the draft, let's be honest here. <laughs> um, Alex in the chat, yes. Uh if Vegas gets a top ten pick, I'm burning this place to the ground. Well, if they get a top um, ten pick, I think it goes to Buffalo, right?
1: It uh yeah, it would go to Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, um yeah, I believe it is lottery protected, so it would go to Buffalo, would it not?
0: If it's liar protected, then all of a sudden
1: things have changed. Or no, it goes back to it goes back to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, It goes back to Vegas. Yeah, I'm on crack. Yeah, so it would go back <laughs> <or> to <not. laughs> if it goes into the top ten, it goes back to Vegas, right? I, I I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to see how how it would look like in there. So, but Vegas has a 0.5 percent chance. But granted. I've seen weird things go on. Oh, could it be, uh, as I'm looking at it, Jamie Hirsch from the NHL Network, potential future Sharks GM, Kevin Weeks, co-hosting this. Did he wait the balls? I mean, come on now. That would be fun.
1: I mean, uh, let's hope so. Um, (laughs) I think that would be a good way to get your foot in the door. Um, (laughs) Let's do this.
0: All right. So we're... They're, they're talking, and we'll, we'll kind of do everything that they're saying. Teams that win either lottery draw can move up to a maximum of 10 selections. So pick teams ranked 1 through 11 can win the first overall pick. Sharks Correct. are in that spot. Uh, teams 12 through 16 uh, wins the lottery draw. That automatically means Montreal gets first overall. Yes. So uh, another thing that begins this year... Uh, No team can advance in the draft order by winning the lottery uh, more than twice and as we said teams 12 through 16 can't get into uh, they can only move up 10 spots so like as we said if Vegas wins that pick can only go no more than sixth
1: correct. Which I'm fine with. I think I think it's a, it was a nice um, overdue change. Like there was a couple years where teams won the lottery that had just missed the playoffs, and I think that if you're gonna do a if if you're going to do a draft system, and I know some people don't like the draft system because they would just like there to be chaos and and players to be free to sign wherever they want. Um, And I and I do understand that argument to a point, although I don't think it I think it helps the big markets and and hurts the smaller ones. Um, If, you know, if every if every rookie was a free agent and they could just sign wherever, um, I think obviously the rich would get rich and the poor would probably stay poor. Um, So I think the draft is the way to do the. The, the way to do this properly but I do like I do think that yeah you don't want a team that missed the playoffs by a couple of points <laughs> to you know get the first overall pick or the second overall pick I remember I I remember one year the Flyers moved up a ton of spaces after being also I think it's when they drafted Nolan Patrick but I could be wrong on that I, I think that's when it was Double check my work um, but yeah my my thing
0: go to another sport is uh, the Orlando Magic won the 92 draft lottery, got to select Shaquille O'Neal. The next Mm -hmm. year, they had a one out of 66 chance to grab first overall, and they got it. And people were freaking out. They adjusted their draft pick to, uh, you know, their draft lottery to another thing, to another position, and, and make it a little more complicated for a team not not so close to missing the playoffs by like a few points and then landing another big job. So, um kind of looking in the chat right now, uh you know, there's Jack Olson saying I see Joe Will and Joe Will's on the screen right now if you're if you're watching it with us. Um Lance Fletcher saying top 5 pick equals happy Canadian robot. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if if the Sharks can win one of these uh you know get the balls to come up and move up i think it'd be a huge boon to the sharks obviously i think they're still going to get up like again when you're when you're in the lottery especially uh you know you're still picking 10 11 like that's still going to be a decent player i think right you know like would it be nice to pick shane wright absolutely i think shane wright's a hell of a player and i think that he would help this team pretty quickly Would would it be immediate i don't know but it would be really you know he would help this team really quickly um the, I think the the main thing that you hope for in this situation, for me anyway, when the Sharks have such low odds, like it's a 3% chance. I mean, it's a chance. And, you know, and if it and if it happens, I'm going to be ecstatic. But I think, you know, the one thing you just want to hope for is that no one pushes you out. Right. And I think right. that's the thing that I am more like, I will be happy if we win. But staying in 11 and not getting pushed to 12 or 13, that would be a that. That's a good consolation prize in my book.
0: Right. So it, basically, you kind of said it right there. The Sharks can only go 1, 2, 11, 12, or 13 uh, Correct. In, in the pick, in the draft. So that's kind of where we're, we're looking at it right now uh, as they're interviewing Shane Wright on, on ESPN. And I believe SportsNet's also carrying this as well. Uh, Alex Beltran with the comment What pick did the Sharks have when they got Pat Faloon?
1: Two. The Sharks have never had a first overall pick. Correct. Sadly, they should have had Lindros. Damn it! Come on. <laughs> Talk about. But then he doesn't. I don't know. I mean, does he come here? I mean, you know, I think uh, better than
0: Quebec, right? Mm. Start a new franchise, know. or is he? One yeah, of a- I
1: don't know. See, I. I have, I have being an expansion team and knowing how bad expansion teams are, I do question whether it would have mattered if he would have came here or if he would have just basically said no to here too.
0: Right. So, uh, Chester Chivos, and good afternoon to you, my friend. Outside of Shane Wright, who do you, you guys see the Sharks targeting?
1: I... I'm not sure because obviously like everyone's putting together the lists right now. I mean, obviously if you pick one or two, then that changes things drastically. But I do think that I don't think right now, based on what I've looked at and I haven't done a ton of work and I, and I, and we are going to have somebody coming on to talk uh, draft with us, hopefully uh, in the near future. I just got to get uh, things sorted out in that regard. <laughs> but um, I think that, it's going to be interesting because I don't think there's like I think it gets really interesting after yeah you know, I think that, I think the top three picks are probably pretty set but I think after that it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year so I don't know what they're going to be looking at I mean I think with Doug Wilson Jr. being at the helm I'm you know I'm a, a lot more optimistic about what they're looking at um, based on previous drafts where I think we would probably just by default, look further down the board than we should. Um, before before Doug Wilson Jr. took over, but I don't I don't really have anything set. Let's figure out where they're drafting, and then we'll go from there. I think. Yeah,
0: and it's and it's a t- tough part, you know, because <laughs> uh, you have you have to you have to know where you're at. But I'm sure everything has got to be you know it, the all the intangibles or or, or all the what ifs are taken care of. So um, yeah. Uh, and Loda panda giving you some love if the sharks go first, they should select that guy Ian Reed that guy knows hockey
1: I I mean Patrick Marlowe just retired today and we're the same age. We don't <laughs> want to <a> draft him <laughs> and,
0: and of course we'll get into into Patty a little bit later uh, while they're at a commercial break and you know uh, you know it's a 30 minute show leading up to a few minutes of what people want to see. Uh, yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. let's let's Much like ours. right? Hey now. Uh, let's talk about the two signings that happened yesterday. Uh, uh, Jacob Magna, and more more so, um, Alexander Barabonov both get two
1: year deals. Uh, what did you what did you think? Um so I'll, I'll start with Barabanov. I think I was really I was really, really happy with this deal. Um, I honestly, I was really nervous about this extension. I thought it was going to come in between three and four. I don't know why that was just my gut was like, God, they're going to sign this guy for like three or four. And then like, he's going to, you know, and then the pressure is going to be on to perform because look, it, it's not a secret. This team, you know, for being as bad as they are, they're also really cap strapped. So um, to get him in at that deal uh, at the two, I think it was the two, two, two and a quarter. two and Two and a half. Two and a half, thank you. Um, You know, it's it's a really good deal for the Sharks. Um, I think I I laughed when I saw the ten trade, the ten team no trade list. Yeah. But if that's what you had to do to get that number in, at what it is, like I'm not upset about it. I'm not gonna like. It it seems funny to have a two year deal with a ten year with a ten team (laughs) sorry no trade, um ten year, (laughs) ten team no trade. It seems like it's it's a weird it's a weird deal, but like I think it's a huge win for the Sharks
0: i i totally agree i i think it's a great great deal great number uh, yeah for him I, I i really like it and i and i hope that, like heck uh it comes to be a very valuable um contract
1: yeah, yeah I, I think it's fine i think for for what he brings i think it's a, it's a really good deal and i think sharks fans should be really really happy
0: yeah. I, I think it's going to be uh, very helpful in the top 6. Definitely had some nice char- uh, character and chemistry uh with that uh, top line with Hurdle and Meyer. Um it, it's it's going to be a nice one. Magna yeah. um you know as as the cards are being brought into build daily so we're getting close to getting started. Uh but uh Magna I mean, kind of a—is uh, it a one-way or two-way, a
1: two-way deal? One-way deal. Uh, one-way deal. Seven hundred and sixty-five k, if I remember correctly. It's fine. Look, it—I Jacob Magna is a guy who I think does get a lot of grief from our fan base, and I think some of it's deserved, and some of it isn't. I think that when you look at how banged up the blue line was it forced people to play in roles that they probably shouldn't be in and it also I think it did two things it it forced people to play in roles they probably shouldn't be in and it showed just how far Vlasic has fallen I think those are the two things that this year showed a lot. Right. Jacob Magna, I think, is, is if, if you have a healthy blue line and he's a six, seven guy at that money, like that's basically going to be league minimum, I think, at this point. I think it's 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 a fine deal for him. Right. right. Um, I- it's He's a guy that can go to and if he goes down to the Barracuda, um, you know, then it's you know, it's not a lot of it's. Again, it's you know it's a one-way deal. So he's going to make his money either, regardless of whether he's playing with the Sharks, if he's the seventh guy, the sixth guy, or he's on the Barracuda. I mean, it's a great deal for Jacob Magna. I think that if he's if the he, blue line's healthy, then he's going to play in role in a situation that's probably better suited to his skill set. And I just think that this Ian, year he was. pushed. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. They're starting the the countdown right now. The 16th Uh-oh. pick goes to Vegas, which means it goes to Buffalo. Uh, 15 goes to Vancouver. So so far so good. So far so good. Uh, 14th now is supposedly Winnipeg, and it stays at Winnipeg. So so far, no one has leapfrogged the Sharks just yet. If you're looking on the screen right now, those are the draft odds. 13's coming up, and it's supposed to be the Islanders. Bill Daly, the New York Islanders. So so far, so good. At the the worst case scenario right now, it's either the Sharks move down one spot or they stand pat or they're the top two. Okay. We're at number 12. Number 12 is supposed to be Columbus. Columbus. And it is Columbus. So worst case scenario, the Sharks are either picking 11, 2, or 1. Here we go. The 11th selection in the 2022 NHL draft is going to the San Jose Sharks. So the Sharks stand uh, pack at well, 11.
1: That's fine. That's I like I said, it could be it could have been like this is a good consolation. Again, it was 3%, but the odds of moving up were not in the Sharks favor, um, but not having anyone behind them, you know, hit those odds and moving up. I think that's, you know, that's pretty much all you can hope for all right let's go through the rest all of right
0: this. so anaheim is at number 10 anaheim is at number 10 uh the draft odds show buffalo should hit this and they stay at number nine so so far we're standing pat mm-hmm. as is so no one has leapfrogged just yet so anaheim stays there so far, the Pacific division wise it hasn't done too much change. Detroit is at number eight, which means they stay at
1: number eight. They stay at number eight, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, number seven is Ottawa. And this was the spot where the Sharks were last year. So I'll be curious if, if the luck happens a year later. <laughs> but at the number seven spot uh, goes to the ottawa senators so again we're staying we're staying stan pat right now um and i can see chester chivo so many otl losses that cost us for being a top five pick we'll see number six was supposed to be chicago and it is chicago
1: which goes to columbus
0: as a part of the uh the seth jones deal correct Correct. So Columbus will pick at number six and number 12. If I'm not mistaken, yep. Uh, New Jersey is at number five. Let's see, where they go. Number five goes to the Philadelphia Flyers. So the.
1: Ooh, Jersey moved up. So
0: Jersey moved up. So Jersey moved up into the pick. So that is very interesting there. All right. The next one will be was supposed to be Philly. So we'll see if Seattle moves down to number four and the number four pick belongs to the Seattle Kraken. So Seattle has moved down and and uh, (laughs) Ron Francis is very melancholy behind his mask at the at the uh, 32 bar. So Arizona. And so there's Arizona, Montreal, New Jersey. We know New Jersey's going one or two and of course mm-hmm. they have to go to a commercial break of course.
1: Yes. So now that it's getting interesting. So back on uh, I guess I goes yeah. back on Jacob Magna and then cut me off when they uh come back on. I think yeah, so what I say about Jacob Magna, obviously like it's not like the deal doesn't super excite me but it's fine for what it is. I think that's the best way um to describe that situation there. I think if he's if he's slotted in a spot that's fine for what he is, I think it'll be fine. Let's just hope that the blue line's healthy next year. Let's hope a guy like uh, Knishev comes back and, you know, and can slot into the lineup. Um, you know, where does that leave Radim Shimmick? That's a good question as well. But, um, you know, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen this summer. We've, you know, obviously Friedman was talking about the preliminary trade talks between teams talking about Eric Carlson or, you know, possibly moving Brent Burns. I think, I think if you're the sharks, everything has to be on the table at this, at this rate. I just don't, you know, like we said on the, on the show on Sunday, I just, I will be, I don't think Eric Carlson's not going to be on this team next year. I, I think anyone who's, you know, is, is taking that to the bank. I think it's just, it's copium.
0: I, I can't see him. Leaving unless there's some, some sort of fallout or or strange. He has a no move clause.
1: So yeah, I mean, so he has control over his destination, right. but losing yeah. sucks. And like, don't ever, don't under, under under underestimate how much it sucks to lose. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, right, and if you don't
1: see a path out of winning, if you don't see a path back to winning, relatively soon, then you know, and I I think less for him. I mean. Brent Burns obviously is the guy that I always circle back to just because like he's, you know, his career will could you know when when his sharks contracts up his career is probably over. So right. I think if you wanted to entice somebody to to try and chase the Sidney Silver thing, I think Brent Burns makes a lot of sense for that. Um but yeah, again, it is it is what it is. Yeah.
0: So, let's reiterate everything that's gone on. Uh, the Sharks, stand Pat, they pick at number 11. The last time they were picking number 11 in the first round of the NHL draft, they drafted Jeff Friesen in 1994. Oh, wow. uh, so, there you go. Uh, which turned out to be a pretty decent decent player uh, over the course of uh, six, seven years. And they used him as an asset to trade for Teemu Solani when they were going all in for it. So...
1: yeah I mean it's it's you know it's not the best place to draft but I still think you know the one thing that with obviously when you're not trading first round picks away you know and you're you're like the Sharks are are going to accumulate talent here yeah I think that there's some you know there's some good players here that I think that uh, could fit what the Sharks do it's going to be interesting to see I'm really curious to see how the draft actually goes because I think there's not a lot of I I, I don't see a lot of consistency as far as like this is the consensus number 11 pick, right? So So, it's going to be an interesting, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they end up with.
0: Arizona just picked up the number three spot. So they moved down. So it is now down between New Jersey and Montreal. So New Jersey or Montreal, uh, New Jersey has won the draft lottery four times in the last decade. If they win it here, Montreal will stand pat and only New Jersey moves up. Uh, a couple of spots. So the number one pick goes to the Montreal Canadiens. New Jersey will pick number two. That was close for New Jersey. They they had won it in 2011, 2017, and 2019. Uh, and Montreal will get first overall. And what a way to get it! They they didn't get to have the draft in 2020 due to COVID. They're gonna have it at uh, Bell Center on uh, July 7th and they will be selecting first overall. Um,
1: Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice win for them. I think they were absolutely atrocious this year. So I think that, um, you know, it's, it's, I I don't have any issue with them. I know they were in the Stanley Cup final one year ago, um, but like, (laughs) you know, that, that run, I mean, not, not to take anything away from it, but I don't you look at you have to win four rounds to get to the you know, you have to win three rounds to get to the cup final. And they, and they won three rounds. But I don't think anyone was super high on them repeating that feat this year. Um, and obviously, without Carey Price and everything like they've got they've got to figure a lot of things out. But I don't I don't have an issue with them getting the first overall pick. I mean, they were they were putrid this year and. That's how it's supposed to work. Uh, New Jersey moving up is nice for them. Um, I think they, New Jersey's a team that the Metro division so tough. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, anyone having to try and climb out of that division has definitely got the work cut out for them because I don't think that um, a lot of those teams aren't going anywhere. Like that team is just going to continue to be really tough to try and, and build your way out of. Um, But I think New Jersey at some point, like New Jersey is quickly becoming, you know, one of those teams where when people tell you cautionary tales of tearing it down because, God, you might end up being Buffalo. You know, it might doesn't always not everyone always ends up being Tampa. You know, I think they're they're quickly going to end up in that category where it's like, oh, you know, the Buffalo and the Ottawa and the Jersey Devils.
0: So. Yeah. So Devils will go. Number two, Montreal. Gets to pick first overall for the first time since 1980. Um, Which is wild. That's crazy to, to, to see. That's 42 years in between in between uh, picking first overall. I, I should mention, as, as, a, uh, as a Bay Area reference, they also selected first overall in 1971 when they got the pick from the then California Golden Seals. You know who they drafted with them? Go, Guy Lafleur.
1: Yeah, it sounds about right.
0: Uh, as they as they swapped picks with Montreal, and California, and uh, Ernie Hickey was a part of the that move, and um, uh, it makes you wonder where the where the seals would have been if they had kept the first and went with um, Lafleur. So there you go. There you go. So uh, draft. Uh, Draft lottery is said again. If you're just joining us, the Sharks will pick number eleven. They stand pat at uh, in their eleventh spot. So nobody really moved. Ex- Basically, in a way, I, I, you could say that New Jersey won the draft lottery. Uh, looking at the odds, they they got to go up uh, three spots, <laughs> and and yeah. that's it. So so Denver Doyle saying, hey, you know who's so who are we getting at 11th? Um,
1: you know, and, uh, I have no idea, but we are, we are, we're like I said, uh, the plan is I got to do some, some reaching out. Um, uh, but we are going to talk to some, hopefully get some people on that can, um, uh, that can school us on, uh, who, you know, who's available, who they think the shark should pick. I'm, I am working these things out. Yeah, definitely. So,
0: so that's where they'll be at for number 11. Uh, the draft is July 7th. Uh, I'll, I'll be probably tuning in over an airplane as I'm headed to England that day. Uh, so we'll see how that goes uh, And and that one. Uh, that'll be on ESPN uh, along with all the usual suspects uh, up in Canada. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Moving onward. Um, mm-hmm. So Mr. San Jose Shark retired uh today patrick Marlowe called it a career after 23 seasons in the nhl uh your overall thoughts i mean we i know we kind of covered this on sunday night but uh what did what says you on on everything that went down this morning at the shark tank
1: um i mean I look it was really nice i thought that um i so i watched it obviously i thought it was i thought it was really well done i thought it was really nice um I think obviously Marlowe. look, Marlowe had a hell of a career. I know he didn't win the cup and I know there, there will be fans who will lay that at his feet. Um, And I don't think that's entirely fair, but, um, but I mean, I I think, you know, the guy spent the majority of his career here, um, obviously left at the end when when things went south and, and that's fine. I mean, I don't begrudge him for that. I don't begrudge anyone for a chance to try and move on and try and, you know, and try and win the cup. I think, especially after it became very clear that San Jose was not going to be the team that was going to get him there. Um, I mean, how, what, what can you say? about well, Patrick Marlowe, that hasn't already been said. Um, he's a hell of a player. Um, he won, you know, he won internationally. he, played more games than anyone else in the league. And I still think that is obviously an incredible feat. And obviously just he was always healthy. Like the one thing that you could always say about Marlowe was like, you know, the dude never, the dude never got hurt. He was always there. Um, And I think, you know, again, what can you say about Patrick Marlowe that hasn't already been said? Um, I'm, you know, I'm happy I'm happy for him. I'm happy he had you know he had the career that he did, um, and you know it'll be curious to see what what comes next.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I I more than anything, he he left it up there. If you've seen Christina Marlowe's uh, Twitter or Instagram, um, they've been going to Disneyland a lot. Uh, they they have found the recipe for churros, which <laughs> you know I'm curious. Uh, we have it all on our YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out afterwards, uh, you can join us, uh, there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it was bittersweet. I, I wish I could have been there at the ceremony today. Um, you know, Patty had been one of those, one of those special guys. Uh, I, I, no matter, no matter what, how you rooted for him, how much you rooted for him, if you couldn't stand him uh, or anything. I mean, the guy was just, had poise in class, and I know that got mentioned a lot. Um, so, th- th- I'm seeing something about SJ Sharkey. I don't
1: know.
0: Lucky number 11. Interesting. Uh, if you look on Sharky's Twitter right now, he put it in the hmm. Heritage jersey. Um that would be nice enough screwing around sharks. So it makes you wonder, you know, that's very interesting to see. Uh one, one of the crazier stats, you know, and, and I know Becker brought that brought it up today, was um Marlowe played with or against 37% of all NHL players. Which is crazy. That is nuts. Uh, I mean, it just goes to show, you know, how long he played in. But speaking of jerseys, and I'm sorry I didn't get this uh, set up in time because I put it together, but uh, Patrick Marlowe has played in – has played in 19 different mm-hmm. variations of a Sharks jersey since 1997, going from the... the ori- yeah, he wore them all. Yeah, the original style, which was Nike. So in a way, he didn't technically wear every single jersey, if you want to be yeah. technical, but yeah. he's worn... A, he, yeah, I know. that That's being really nitpicky, <laughs> right? Yeah. um But going from the, the sheen, which is what I'm wearing the, from Nike to the... The Reebok Edge. He's worn the Heritage jersey at two different brands. Uh, he's and he got the Reverse Retro. So, technically speaking, and if and if Sharky's Twitter is is correct, you know, let let's be honest here. I hate to hate to pull it up like this.
1: Yeah, but
0: but. He still might have technically worn all the jerseys in Sharks franchise history. That's, yeah, we'll that's see. Impressive. <laughs> I mean, so, but that is very interesting, you know, and I kind of find it interesting now that I have this one in the background. Could they possibly be going back to the Heritage jersey?
1: I hope so. I mean, it's the best jersey that's ever been made i don't know why they i mean i understand why you switch from it because you want to sell more jerseys and if everyone has you know you gotta, you don't change the design no people don't buy as many more i understand that but i think it's just there's certain sweaters in the nhl you just wonder why they've ever gone away from them to begin with yeah and i think that shark's sweater is one of them
0: yeah i mean i i get the nike one the nike ones were really great but I think that was great as an alternate too. Uh, mm-hmm. But to go back to the original style would be would be awesome. Uh, ah, you know, this just piques my interest. And one of the things I I picked up on on uh, AJ's interview with Jonathan Becker is that uh, he mentioned about unveiling our first round pick. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> unveiling is quite an interesting word to to say when you're when you're selecting yeah. your first round pick. So
1: we <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, I mean so I mean as far as Mar goes, now I think the next question obviously now is is Hall of Fame. Um and I think he's in. Yeah, I I, I think he gets in. I don't know. I don't know if he goes in. I, is he a first ballot guy? I don't I'm not I'm not as confident that he goes in first ballot, um, but I mean, I can't see him not being in there. Um, he's got the international hardware. Uh, he's in the 500 goal club. Yep. He's played more games than anyone else, um, I think. You know, and, and and it wasn't like I know a lot of people would be like, oh, he never showed up in the playoffs, but he did. Like he has a ton of goals, and he has a ton of playoff points as well. Yeah, no shiny silver thing, but I don't think the Stanley Cup should it's a team game, right? So mm-hmm. and I, and I think for the Hall of Fame, I don't feel like not having a Stanley Cup should exclude you from the Hall of Fame because it's the Hall of Fame's an individual honor and the Stanley Cup's a team award. So I think that his resume should have him in there. And I don't think it's particularly close.
0: You no, know, I, I, I think he has. He's got everything but the the silver shiny thing. He won two gold medals in the Olympics. He's mm-hmm. a two time world champion. He won a World Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, or he, he may not have won a World Cup, but world, you know, definitely world champion, world championships for sure. Yeah, I mean, so uh,
1: it's, I, I don't know how you can, you know, no, especially and when, when you consider. When you consider the length of when Marlowe played too, I think that, you know, 500 goals is really impressive when you played as much of your career through the clutch and grab era as Marlowe did.
0: My question to you is this, and I'm curious your answer. Mm-hmm. How much did it help for Patrick Marlowe to play in Toronto those two years for his Hall of Fame cause? <sighs>
1: oh, man. I. I think it's interesting, right? I think it does. I it probably helped a little bit because I think it, it people got to interact with him and deal with him. Right. That probably, you know, that th- there's a lot of lazy narrative about Patrick Marlowe from people who, you know, didn't who who were in bed by the time he was playing. Right? Right. Um and I think so so I do I think that helped his case. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I think that I think the numbers still speak for themselves. I, I don't know. I'm an incredibly cynical person. And so it'd be really easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, that's what's going to seal the deal is that time in Toronto. I, it probably helped. Like I said, I think it, it got more people to interact with him on a regular basis that may not have done so before. Because, again, they're, you know, the Canadian media is kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, ian doesn't oh yeah uh 21
0: pucks 4.99 super chat thank you buddy i hope you're doing well uh of course super chats go help support the show in every shape or form so we appreciate that uh 21 pucks saying ian doesn't think patty's a first ballot head on a
1: pike i just i'm not I think he should be. I'm just not sure he gets the votes to go. Like Again, it, it always depends on who's like who's up, right? Because I think there's another guy who just retired this year who I think probably gets in ahead of him in mm-hmm. Ryan Getzlaff. And I know that's – you, you want to get the pitchforks out. Now you can get the pitchforks out. You just said Ryan Getzlaff's going to the Hall of Fame before Patrick Marlowe. But I I think that wrong. you could probably make a stronger case for Ryan Getzlaff than you could Patrick Marlowe. Just because he's he one of the, the silver things, too. Yeah. yeah, because he has the shiny silver things, too. He has everything that Marlowe has, plus the shiny silver things.
0: That's tough. That's tough, man. I mean, and AJ putting it out. 2010-2014 Olympic gold. 2003 World Championship gold. 2005 mm-hmm. World Championship silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 2004 World Cup gold. I mean, you definitely have... You definitely have a lot of hardware in there. Oh, I think
1: I think I'm just not like, again, I'm it's this isn't me saying that Patrick Marlowe doesn't deserve to be first ballot. I just don't trust the people that make these decisions to do it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, man, it's tough.
0: I mean, I want to I want to say that that he gets in first ballot, um, you know, I think overall, and he was a great playoff performer. Yes, he did not mm-hmm. get a championship, but he definitely had a ton of clutch goals in
1: the playoffs. I oh know. yeah. There's, there's one, uh, there was one against Detroit that I remember specifically. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. And it was just, yeah, I, I love Patrick Marlowe. I mean, again, um, I am sure that you can go find footage on this channel of me <laughs> tearing Patrick Marlowe a new asshole and I'm sure probably some of those times he deserved it and some of the times he didn't um but I think now that it's all said and done I mean obviously like I look man Patrick Marlowe has been a shark my entire adult life yeah pretty much right like he's played hockey my entire adult life um and it was a hell of a ride and I think you know again like do you always yeah obviously I want the Sharks to win a Stanley Cup like we all do that's dumb, but I don't personally hold Patrick Marlowe responsible for us not winning. No,
0: no, not at all. I, I, I think he did whatever he could uh, with it. I mean, you look at 2010, he had that Game 3 overtime goal where he leaps into Jumbo's arms, uh, mm-hmm. gets a series winning goal in Game 5. 2011, after getting called out by Jeremy Roenick, gets that Game mm-hmm. 7 game yeah. winning goal, his only point yeah. of the series. Uh, he gets the Overtime winning goal uh, against Vancouver. Yes, did somebody say Vancouver? I just did. To to get the Sharks' first ever sweep, um, you know, and, and get. In the, I think that's why twenty sixteen always sticks out for all of us, just because how close that group got.
1: Yeah, yeah it <laughs> sucks. I mean, you know, again, I I wish that, especially now, especially seeing like. You know, um, with like Jumbo too. I think, um, like, would it be would it make me ecstatic to see Jumbo lift the cup this year as a member of the Panthers? Sure, and that still can happen. But it, it would have been so much more satisfying seeing in twenty sixteen when he was the guy and not just a, a hanger on.
0: Yeah, and he still hasn't gotten into a a playoff game yet, which correct, which frustrates me. But yeah, don't don't think that if the Panthers get into the Cup final. He's not playing a game. He, he might play five minutes on the fourth line. He's getting into a game in the Stanley Cup final, for sure. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it as Boston and Carolina get set to get underway. Toronto and Tampa will come up at the
1: bottom of the hour. Uh, anything to add? I think the only thing that I think I was a little bit disappointed about, and I know someone's going to make a big deal out of this, and it's going to be glorious, <laughs> but... <laughs> I was disappointed that none of the current players were there. You are right. Like, I, I know, like, Logan Couture, they did, like, a, a video with him. And who knows? Like, all these guys. But I was surprised, like, none of those guys were there. None of, no one no one was there. It was weird to me. I mean, I,
0: I know Hurdle and Schimmick were
1: in... For sure, yeah. There's Europe, guys that are at the Worlds, right? But, but like, Mark still. Edward Vlasic wasn't there. Yeah, it, it makes you know, you know what wonder. I mean? Like guys that have been like guys like that who have been on the, te- you know, that were there for so long, like they were teammates together. I was just again and, and is, you know, look at scheduling, whatever. Who knows? Like I'm not I can't. Someone's going to make a way bigger deal out of this than they probably should. And I'm just going to sit back on Twitter and eat popcorn and let people get angry at me but i was surprised like just like you know what i mean like right. I was surprised logan couture wasn't there i was surprised a guy like mark edward flastic wasn't there like obviously they had guys that were that had played with them previously and that are that aren't playing anymore were there nabby um you know nabby nolan uh ritchie you can go, down the, Ricci, yeah, you and, can go yeah. down the line i was just but i was surprised that there was no one from that you know because a lot of these guys have played a lot of games with patrick
0: marlowe bernsey you know yeah i mean yeah, I, 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 I'm I, with you. I mean, it's yeah, there's been a lot of roster turnover, but I thought there'd be a little more representation.
1: Yeah. I, and again, who knows? Like, I. You know, again, I, I there's it's probably a nothing burger, but I just it seems weird to me. No, you're,
0: you're, uh, the other thing, too. Um, you thought this would have been a time that we saw Doug Wilson record a message or something.
1: And that concerns um, me a bit. Yeah, and that concerns me for another, like, that concerns me for reasons that aren't, like, what the hell's your problem, Logan? Sure, why aren't you there? Um, Obviously, look, when Doug Wilson stepped down, Um, we knew that there's health issues as to why the fact that we haven't really seen or heard from him at all, that's, that is concerning, man. And, and, and again, like, uh, I think it's fine. Like, you can be happy that Doug Wilson is no longer the general manager of this team, but also equally concerned that, we haven't seen anything of him or heard anything from him. And that's probably concerning as a human being.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause the last time we kind of saw him publicly was when he got, uh, when, when he got his hall of fame, uh, induction ceremony in Toronto. Yeah. That, that concerns me. And, and you know, sending our best to the DW and his family, because, uh, you know, yes, I know a lot of people are, are all over Doug right now as to where this, this organization
1: is at the moment. Yeah, but you can still care about him as a human being. Absolutely. He can be be a bad general manager and you can still care about him as a human being at the same time. Like you can do both. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, you know, Uh, so I think that should do it for us. Uh, In case you missed anything and watch this again, uh, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, they're everywhere. If we're not on one, let us know. And of course always available at Tealtown USA dot com. Uh, so uh, AJ. <laughs> uh, fine AJ. Here you go. Airhoff was supposed to be at Marlowe's retirement, but he missed it wide. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> thank you for making me chuckle, AJ. I appreciate it. Um, your final thoughts, good sir.
1: Uh, final thoughts. Sharks stand pat. They don't go down. I mean, I think I said this last year's at draft show. I think we probably need to let other people do draft shows because, um, like, we're just not lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we they they don't win when we're on. Damn it! I, um, I had the lucky. But no, I mean, like, yeah. Anything. Final thought. I mean, look at it. It's it's good, right? Like the they didn't go down, and that's the important thing. They're going to get a player. Um, I look forward to seeing who that player is. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the playoffs. Um, and yeah, it's you know, when the sharks do good, it's good. Or in this case, when they do nothing, it's also good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. We we didn't go down. Like I'm on the team for some reason, uh, he's at Ian Blogs Hockey. I'm at Puck Guy 14. Yes, 14, not 13. Mm-hmm. Even though I got the nice, a the, the little bit of the uh, goatee going on a little bit there. That's that's for you, jerk. <laughs> um, so uh, check us out on our Discord channel. We'll we'll probably be hanging out a little bit there, um, either in voice or in or in text. Of course, follow us on the, on all the social media, uh, and until I guess next Sunday, 7 p.m. Unless new, there's some news that breaks, uh, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great day, everyone. Sharks picking 11th overall in the 2022 NHL Entry Draft. Thank you for watching. Have a good night.